weekly podcast covering news, hard truths, random questions, and hip-hop culture with a shot of whiskey. It ain't for the faint at heart, baby. Tune in. Tea and whiskey. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. Tea and whiskey. Oh, yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea family this is your girl april bernay sunshine giving you the uncensored uncut adult conversation you can sip to hey what's going on soundcloud spotify google play apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, tune in stitcher pandora we got a great show what's going on y'all happy new year i know this song been going viral for several months come on now it's still cuffing season y'all know that sit on top of you That's my part. Can I sit on top of you? I said, can I sit on top of you? (laughs) What's going on, Tea and Whiskey family? Listen, Happy New Year. Like, I hope you guys had a great New Year's. We're like, how many days into it? We're 12 years. We're 12 days into 2023. I hope you put your good foot forward if you haven't. Get on your good foot, okay? Well, here we go, y'all. Again, like, we talked about the toxic cuffing season. But I'm going to tell y'all how to make sure your cuffing season ain't toxic, okay? Because we're still in, in cuffing season. Okay, first of all, let me give y'all the, the rundown of the cuffing season. Because, you know, I gave y'all the, the blueprint last year. I don't know if any of y'all paid attention. But, ooh, yeah, you. Won't you cuff it, cuff it, cuff it, cuff it, baby While I bust it Come on now Come on, Beyonce, shit Um, <laughs> I get so distracted I love Beyonce Beyonce, if you, if you ever hear any of my podcasts I want you to know that I appreciate you From the bottom of my heart I thank God for your talent Okay, baby girl Um, 
Y'all know I gave y'all the, the actual blueprint and the schedule for cuffing season. I'm going to get into it. But I'm going to let y'all finish this cuffing season, this cuff it. Because um, even Beyonce know what cuffing season is about. Because she dropped a song right during cuffing season, okay? September is when cuffing season starts. Hey, Midnight. Again, thank you so much for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. Hello to all of our newcomers. If you are just listening to the Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine podcast for the first time, welcome. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with your friends and family. If you've got some elders in your family you're real close to that cuss and, and fuss with you, share with them, the ones who understand the real you. This podcast is for you. This is for those who don't mind being 100 and realistic and keeping 1,010%. Okay? Again, I'm your girl, April Bonet Sunshine. And we're giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. So tonight, it is um, Thursday. I normally do the show on Wednesday. But you know, hey, mental health is real. Mental health is real. Take care of yourselves. Get your therapy. You know, hang around people that will enlighten you and recharge you and revive you. And um, so that's what I did, and here I am. So I appreciate all of my Tea and Whiskey family members who continue to stick with me throughout this process, journey of healing and restoration. But yeah, um, yeah. So, you know, it's New Year. Happy New Year to you guys. It's 2023, where we're going to continue and continue to do me, okay? Apply that where it needs to be applied, um, but yeah, there's been so much going on. Um, we're going to step into the hot toddy very soon. But I just wanted to just say hello to you guys. I wanted to say hi. Uh, I had several tea and whiskey family members saying, when are you going to do a show? And I was like, oh no, nothing inspires me. Like certain things used to inspire me, but a lot of things have not. But as I continue, I, you know, I try my hardest to just keep my mental health together. But y'all, if you guys are addicted to social media, I'm not going to say addicted. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to say if you faithfully channel into social media as your news report, as your newspaper, as your, you know, what's the tea, then I have to tune in because, honey, I will log off and never come back. That's just where I'm at with it. But there's so much going on on the docket. Um, I just got some news about um, a passing, so we're going to jump into the hot toddy. But I just want to, first of all, say that I appreciate you guys listening and tuning in. We got a great show. We are definitely going to be talking about um, cuffing season. We're still in cuffing season, guys. Y'all know what cuffing season is, right? Well, we're going to jump into it. I'm going to give you a little, I'm going to like recap on cuffing season, but we're still in cuffing season. So let's get right into it. Okay, here we go. All right, you guys, welcome to the hot toddy. Uh, First on the docket... Rest in, pre- rest in peace to Lisa Marie Presley, who actually died at the age of 54. Um, Lisa Marie, 
uh, was in full cardiac arrest on Thursday morning before paramedics arrived. Uh, they were told that her housekeeper found Lisa Marie unresponsive in her bedroom. Okay, and just as the housekeeper made the discovery, her ex-husband, Danny Koff, or is K-E-A-U-F-H, Danny, with whom Lisa Marie lived with, returned home from taking their kids to school. He um, administered CPR until paramedics came over. So, yeah, um, and then, of course, they rushed her to the hospital, and, of course, we just found out not even 14 minutes later that um, the daughter of Elvis Presley, uh, Priscilla Presley, was has passed away at the age of 54. So may she rest in peace. You guys, there's been a lot going on. In the, you know, people have been falling out due to cardiac arrest and things of that sort. Like, did y'all see the football player? What was his name? Darren? I forgot what well, what 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 was that? I think it was um let me think. I know the last game I I don't know. I'm not going to misquote, but there was a, a a football player who just passed out on the field. You know, and they were doing CPR for 9 minutes. Uh homeboy was gone. You know, after about 3 to 5 minutes you out of here. But he is responsive and but there's been a lot of people passing out lately due to cardiac arrest, just out of nowhere. They're in great health, and they've just passed out. I'm not going to say what I think it is or what I know it is, because at the end of the day, I ain't trying to be canceled. I'm already, you know, censored and shadow banned as it is, honey. But I just want to say take care of yourselves, eat right, and, you know, just limit those jabs, okay? Next on the docket. All right, you guys. So next on the docket, people are in an uproar on Instagram about how, um, shout out to Erica Badu, homegrown, uh, sunny South native. Um, basically what happened was people are in an uproar about Erica Badu because Erica Badu's sister, her house caught on fire and she basically says, my sister and her fam lost her home in a fire. I'm asking so, so for support on her behalf. Follow, um, at Brooklyn R white for go fund link. We love you guys so much. And everybody's like, uh, Erica, why are you asking the public for health? Ain't you rich? Let me tell y'all something about Dallas, Texas. If Dallas, Texas supported their people the way they really did, <laughs> tea and whiskey with sunshine would be so far ahead in what it is right now. Okay, tea and whiskey with sunshine is, ba- is based in is, is based in Dallas. Now, if Erica Badu got to get on and put her her sister on GoFundMe. What you think it's like for the rest of us? Dallas, yeah, there's money in this, in this town, in this state, but black folks don't support each other. Y'all need to quit playing. If it wasn't for Erica Badu leaving Dallas and migrating and collaborating with, you know, um, artists from the East Coast, West Coast, and Atlanta, Erica would still be hungry right now, okay? Let's not get this twisted, you guys. Like, 
Who, I mean, I don't care how much. Erica, Erica Badu is on tour because that's how artists get paid. Okay. She ain't touring for fun. I mean, she loves her craft. She's great at what she does. Let's be 100%. Okay. Like I say, Dallas folks don't support each other. Okay. I'm just being 100% with my tea and whiskey family. Dallas does not support each other at all. I don't feel bad. I don't feel any type of way. Do what you got to do to take care of your family. But case in point, uh, somebody even went as far as Googling how much Erica Badu is worth. According to Google, she worth $10 million. Was that yesterday, today, last week? Was that gross before taxes, after taxes? Like, don't play. Because even when you have to buy that house or when you apply for that loan, when you apply for that automobile, they don't look at your, your, your gross. They look at your net. No, they don't look at you. They look at your gross. And gross is before deductions and taxes and all that stuff come out. Quit playing, y'all. Y'all play too much. And this is the reason why she didn't go for me because somebody was petty enough, okay, to Google how much she's worth. Google is not accurate. Do you know Google or is basically a bunch of people who work at a desk just like you and me? Y'all need to quit playing and acting like, you know, money grow on trees, like, just because you make a certain amount of money don't mean you don't, you just sit there and pocket the money. You have a certain lifestyle. Everybody, when y'all understand that everybody lives paycheck to paycheck and all of us are a check and an endorsement and a tour away from being on the streets, you understand. So, um, for all of y'all who love and support Erica Badu and you know, you, you can contribute, whether it's a dollar or anything, donate. Cause guess what? If it was your family, regardless of how much money you make and how much, whatever the hell you got, you gon' you gon' want some support. Why does she have to dip into her funds? Listen, come on now. Y'all don't question what, what Kanye West be doing. Quit playing. Y'all play too much. Moving on to the next docket. The next on the docket. All right, you guys. So we're jumping into cuffing season. Last on the docket. Former NBA player Eddie Curry paid a million dollars in child support when the child turned 18. The mother took him to court claiming she never received any money. Curry sent money directly to the mom and not to the state. So it was considered a gift and he owed another million of back child support. Let's check it out. Later, not even a month later, I'm getting served with papers for back child support because I never went in and changed and modified my child support from 16,000. And I, and I had been giving her money the whole time. I would just give her cash. I would send it to her account. Um, but I wasn't paying it through the state. Like whenever. So wow. it basically went in and said, all right, well, you didn't pay the state of Illinois. So basically you didn't give her nothing. Damn. And I'm telling the judge, like, look, I got documents. These, are, these are receipts from cashier's checks. These are This is over a million dollars I've given this girl. They're like, no, nah, that was a gift. If you didn't give it to the state of Illinois, that was a gift. I'm like, are you serious? Wow. Yeah, bro. So they 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 hit me with a crazy. This this just happened. They hit me with a crazy tap. You know what I'm saying? And now she's going after my 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 uh, pension. Dang. She's trying to go after my pension. I'm like, that's 
But it is what it is, you know. Like I feel like, you know, I blame myself because I, you know, I, I should have did the right thing and went in the court and modified my child support. But I believed her for some reason when she was telling me it was cool. Just, you know, just, you know, I know you ain't making twelve million a year, so you know, just give me five thousand, just give me six thousand, just give me whatever. So that's what I was doing, and yeah, man. And she she told them people that the, that the judge allowed them to say it was a gift, man. It was crazy. Now, do y'all see what happens when you end up being in the cuffing season with the wrong person? Baby, you got to do your research with these people. Woo! So, let's go ahead and jump into cuffing season. But this concludes the hot toddy. <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome back to Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Yes. Oh, my God. I love y'all, too. Thank you. Yes, you guys, it's your girl April Bonet Sunshine. Now, I don't know if you've had a chance to pull up your favorite cocktail. Some of us like water, H2O, kudos to you. Uh, some of us like, you know, whiskey. I know I do. Some of us like margaritas, vodka, whatever your favorite cocktail is, a glass of wine, pour it up. If you're watching or you're listening to this, not watching because I haven't done an audio show, well, a visual show in a while. But if you're listening to this in the morning, pour up your coffee, put a little Bailey's in it. I don't recommend it. But if you do, that's your business. Yeah, I won't tell nobody. But right now, um, it is the evening time. It's actually 8 p.m. where I am, Central Time. And I am actually sipping on a Whiskey Sunset. And, you know, Whiskey Sunset is basically your favorite whiskey, some orange juice, and a few drops of bitters. Yes. Depends on how you like your orange juice. If you want it organic, it's going to be extra sweet. If you get that simply orange, it's going to be just right. Um, but the bitters just give it a little spice, a little kick. So, yeah. So, uh, muzzle tough, uh, cheers, salute to all of y'all. Happy New Year. Let's go ahead and do a toast right now. Here we go. Well, bring it back. Speaking of cuffing season, y'all hear about what's his name, Mr. Curry? Gotta pull me a chair. Y'all gonna hear this chair? You know, it's uncensored and it's uncut. You gonna hear all the sound effects. Every sound effect is true and righteous. Okay. But yeah, so that's why I, you know, that that was the last, you know, thing on the docket because I want y'all to understand how important cuffing season is because cuffing season can make you or break you. It really can. Cuffing season can make you or break you. Okay. That part. So, we're going to jump into, I want to do a recap of cuffing season and what it's all about. I'm going to start from when it begins and where we are right now. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and get this thing popping. And we're going to get this music going. So, here we go. Come on, music. Bring us in. Ah. 
shout out to um, Fossil Pride Productions on YouTube. I like my instrumentals. You got some good instrumentals you want to send my way? Feel free to send them to T Whiskey and Sunshine at gmail.com. And I'll play your original song, or if you got some good songs you want me to like jam while we do this, feel free to send it my way. I love good music, whether it's old school, new school, or original school. Original school is always good. Shout out to uh, Fossil Pride. All right, y'all, so check this out. Cuffing season, right? Cuffing season, I'm going to just do a little recap. Um, You have your scouting season, right? Scouting season happens between August the 1st through the 31st, right? And scouting season is you look for a partner online. Some of y'all like to go online, Tinder, Plenty of Fish, Facebook, Instagram, you know, whatever. Black people meet. Some of y'all still got Black Planet (laughs) accounts. I'm sure I got one out there. Mine was called Dreamy Eyes. <laughs> that was back like, oh my God, back in 2019. No, no, 1999, 2000. Baby, don't ask me. That was back then. I don't know. But anyway, scouting season, August 1st to the 31st. Then you got the drafting. Drafting is you pick your top candidates. That's between September 1st and 31st. Now, depending on your sign, you already know where you fall in line, okay? Um, yeah, so drafting, you, you pick your top candidates. You done been on your dates. Because when you do drafting season, when you do cuffing season, you have a lot of first dates. Okay? I'm not trying to shade anybody. I'm not trying to be extra i am just stating facts do not get offended the views and the opinions of tea and whiskey with sunshine do not always reflect on the things we talk about but we keep it 100 it's uncensored and it's uncut take it personally you're gonna have to take it up with yourself and not the content okay okay we're just a messenger but yeah drafting is you pick your candidate between september 1st through the 30th so you've been on a lot of first dates, and then you do the tryouts. The tryouts is October the 1st through the 31st. So scouting season is October. I mean, scouting season is August, the whole month of August. Drafting is the whole month of September, and tryouts. See, you done been on all the websites. You done talked to all your friends and hooked you up, you, you know, and now you're ready to try them all out, which is the tryouts. The tryouts is October the 1st to the 31st, where you have, like, basically, like, you go on all of your first dates, okay? Many, 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 many first dates in October. Now, listen, if this on the plot of you, it, you, some people do cuffing season in different times. You may have done all your first dates in September. You may have done them all in the month of August, you know? Pick where it applies to you, but trust me, you have been a part of this situation. All right, and then after October thirty, the first thirty first, with the all the many first dates you go on, it's the tryouts. Then preseason begins, and preseason is where you get more serious with the the two one or two prospects. You then narrow down 
the ones you really, really like, right? You done narrowed it down. And that's between November the 1st and the 30th. So November, like, it's getting close to the holidays. You know what I'm saying? And somebody or a couple have sparked your interest. And you're trying to figure out which one is going to be the one that is going to be a part of your cuffing season situation. Now, cuffing season officially begins December the 1st through January 15th because you picked your best match and it's time for you to be exclusive for the holidays, baby. Oh, yeah. December the 1st through January 15th. You have officially made your mind up of all of the scouting, the drafting, and the tryouts. And now they made it through preseason, and now you're ready for cuffing season. Cuffing season officially begins December the 1st to January 15th. Y'all done went through Thanksgiving together. Y'all done went through Christmas together. And now New Year's has happened. And guess what, baby? Mother the King is around the corner. Okay? Now, that's cuffing season. Now you got playoffs. That's us playoffs, y'all. Check this out. It's playoffs. Playoff is you survive the holidays and you're considering a long-term potential. Now, that's through January the 16th through February 13th. That's called the playoffs. Now, you got to treat cuffing season like it's football. Okay, we all have our favorite team that we want to make the playoffs, but sometimes our favorites don't make it, and that's why we still be stuck in singlehood because who we really want to win just ain't cutting it, Cowboys. But <laughs> I digress. All right. So playoffs is you survive the holidays and you consider a long-term potential as between January 16th and February 13th, okay? Now, championship game. Championship game. You offer the official boyfriend and girlfriend status and you celebrate Valentine's Day on February 14th. So, cuffing season officially ends on February 14th. This person has shown themselves to you from August all the way to February 14th. That's seven months. That's, that's, I don't know. How do y'all feel? Listen, I know a couple who waited nine months until they... You know, smashed each other and made it official. So, I'm only going off of what, you know, cuffing season is as far as like the generic or the baseline of it is. But you got to understand. Now, check this out. Now that I've given you the cuffing season playbook, I hope you guys take this. Put it in your heart. Put it in your mind. Share it with your family and friends, your cousins, all of that. All your friends that call you for relationship advice, send them this episode. Because I've given you the playbook to the cuffing playbook season. Okay? Now, once you've been cuffed, what do you do? 
Because some people, some people switch up when they have cuffed you and they have made you exclusive. Let's talk about that. Can we talk about that? Let's do it. I'll be right back. Listen, y'all, I'm going to give you the playbook as to why Mr. Curry dropped the ball and why he um, miscuffed because there's some more you got to do after February 14th. It don't stop there because people switch up after they've cuffed you. And I'm going to give you the playbook for that. Be right back. Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine Families. I'm your girl, April Bernice Sunshine. Thank you for tuning in with an uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. Thank you to our new family members. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for our faithful family members. I love you guys so much. Happy New Year. Okay? We don't really do New Year's resolutions around here. We just try to strive to be better. Because, you know, we ain't got time to lie to ourselves. We, we lie enough as it is on our jobs and everywhere else. When someone say, how are you doing? Oh, my God, I'm great. How are you? That's a lie. Baby, what you want to say is, bitch, I done been through so much shit. Baby, somebody cut me off on the way here. I'm still recovering. Okay? <laughs> anyway, you guys. So, thank you for being a part of the Team Whiskey family. So, we're going to jump into this cuffing season okay so here's the thing this is why mr curry this is where mr curry messed up because um he said he believed her that she wasn't gonna put her on child support she just you know uh hey i i gave her money all this time for whatever she needed needed for and now here she comes talking about i never got child support when he gave her over a million dollars in the lifespan of the baby. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine how many other men do that? Okay? Case in point, my father did that with my mother. Yeah. My father gave my mother money for me. And she never put him on child support because they made a mutual agreement. My mom didn't go back to the state of Texas and say, Hey, hey, 
He didn't give me shit for this baby. No, she did not. Because my dad was good to me. And even whatever he gave her, if I called my father and I was like, Daddy, I need, he did that too. You know, he complained about it, but my dad loved his children, no matter what. He wasn't crazy about the women he had them by, which is the part that I'm still suffering from. Because what you do to everybody else, your children suffer, okay? Just know that. Men, men out there, my tea and whiskey family, men, be careful how you treat these women out here. Because your sins definitely fall on your children, okay? So some of the things I know I've endured in the past is because of what my daddy did. But I have definitely uh, suffered and resurrected from them sins. So uh, next, okay? But y'all men, be careful how you handle these women out here. But for all those men who actually handle your due diligence and take care of your responsibilities, regardless of how the relationship worked out, kudos to you. I take my hat off to you. That's why I wanted to at least make this segment a part of it. Because that was a man who had the money, did what he was supposed to do, and the woman still came back and did some bullshit, okay? So, that's where it comes from, stems from having the wrong cuffing season. I don't know when they met, but all I can say is based on the experience and the outcome, it was a bad, toxic cuffing season. So I'm trying to help my tea and whiskey family to, to prevent from being a part of a toxic cuffing season. Now, one thing I have learned, you guys, is people switch up after they get you. And that's why, you know, I take my time in dating. I recommend you all do the same because that, you know, that beginning stage is so cute. That getting to know you, ooh, she's so fine. She say all the right things. She make me feel so special. Ooh. Oh, he's so fucking gorgeous. Ooh, he make me feel so comfortable. He opened up my car door, girl. Oh, girl. He ordered for me and he know what I like because I already told him, girl. I love that shit. Oh, it feels good for a man to be a man. I can be a woman. I can just sit back and let him just be a man, girl. Girl, he took the ticket. Girl, he took my ticket, girl, and then told me, put your card away. Oh, my God. Baby. She took, that, she took that ticket and was like, I got you, boo. I was like, okay. <laughs> All right. Listen, whatever your preference is, when you feel good, and then don't, don't, don't get with somebody that y'all take turns paying the ticket. Ooh. Ooh. But anyway, I digress. But cuffing season refers to a period of time where single people begin looking for short-term relationships to pass the colder months of the year. Cuffing season usually begins in October and lasts until after Valentine's Day. Now, I told y'all, cuffing season starts in August, okay? When football season starts, that's when cuffing season really starts, okay? You follow that football schedule, you'll know if you were part of the cuffing season or not. Now, do people switch up when it comes to relate? Well, once they cuffed you, do they switch up? And the answer I have for you is yes. Yes, they do. People get comfortable after they choose you. They play all the games they gotta play. It's like an amusement park. 
You go to, I don't know if you're from Texas, you go to the State Fair and you go to Midway. You play all the games you play. You get all the games and you get all the stuffed animals. But after a while, shout out to Samoa, the comedian. After a while, you realize that you can't ride no more rides. Because you got all them stuffed animals with you. Who gonna, who gonna hold them stuffed animals down? Why You can't ride no more. Because if you, if, you, if you ride the rides, who gonna watch the bears and, and the stuffed animals you want? Because when relationships and cuffing situationships, there's benefits to that. You got somebody that you can go home to or you can spend the night with. You know, y'all get to go out to eat. You get to go cuddle up your whole hands and you go on dates and you do relationship shit with them. It's cute. It's fun. It's lovely. Oh, my God. I have someone I can talk to all the time. They understand me. It's so beautiful. But, you know, what if you want to just, you know, hang out with your girls, hang out with your guys? How do you explain to cuffing season bay that you want to do your own thing that i really don't want to do this cuffing thing this weekend can you do that can you not do that i don't know it depends on who you cuffing with ask mr curry shit he did it for all 18 years and still got fucked over but studies have found that friends who are dating in relationships had less similar on their attitudes towards Alcohol abuse than their single friends. Similarity between friends, reports of alcohol abuse have fell after one or both friends started dating people and their attitudes closely match their romantic partners rather than their friends. Even in cuffing season, you'll stop doing single people shit. All of a sudden you want to just, I just want to just stay home guys. I don't want to go out tonight. You know what? Just miss me this time. I'll catch you guys next time. Because you want to be up with Boo. So you do change a little bit. But guess what? What if Boo decide they want to hang out with their friend? What you going to do? Do you feel like you're going to be okay? Or do you feel like they're going to be with somebody else? Because here's the thing with cuffing season, you guys. You got to understand that whoever you've been cuffing with, they had a whole life. Before they met you and became your draft pick. Okay? Because I'm going to tell you one thing. You're going to always meet someone's representative. Okay? They're going to play all. They, they went from August to now. So for you to cuff them. I don't know what it is about when you cuff somebody and become exclusive. They just switch up. Why? Why do they switch up? Like all of a sudden now it's like the things that you whatever that whatever it was that drew them to you, it's like, oh my god, it becomes a possession. It's like, oh, you going out tonight? Who are you going out with? What do you mean? Who am I going out with? Because it's not you. I'm doing something different. Like, I just need people to be honest. Like let let whoever you cuffing with know that I had a whole life before I got with you. Like I hung out, I did stuff, or better yet, if you were a homebody, sometimes you want to just be at home and be a homebody. You ain't with nobody. 
You want to be with your body. And you want to just chill. Sometimes you want to Netflix and binge. And make some rotel. With you by yourself. <laughs> I don't know. But people do tend to switch up after relationships. After they become exclusive. I don't know why. It's like... I was having this conversation with a close friend of mine about how people just switch up. Like, why? Like, I was doing this whole other thing before you showed up, you know? And yeah, I had to kind of stop doing that for a while, but I kind of miss that. So if you're used to hanging out with your boys on Friday, you miss quite a few Fridays because Sally Mae, I don't mean the student loan. I mean, that fine chick you decided to cuff around October, November, you know, has occupied your time. And your boys are like, yo, um, we, we watching the game. Where you at? You with Sally Mae at her house booed up because she like football, too. And, you, you know, it's just a lot. It's a lot. And I've just come to the realization that. You have it's important to have boundaries and stick to your guns when it comes to cuffing season and when you have been cuffed because people switch up. They go from understanding to demanding. They go from cooperative to incohabitative. <laughs> they go from loving to get the fuck away from me. You have to understand, like, you have to create boundaries. Look, you could, like, have your heart and mind set on somebody, and they don't see you the same way. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they just like, oh, my God, I see what you're talking about. I want you now. And you're like, what? I was used to you being distant and being cold to me. What changed? Did somebody bail? Did somebody not give you the attention you need, and I hear you come? You know, it's a lot that comes with cuffing season. And a lot of people use cuffing season as just for what it is, to cuff. Because when it starts getting warmer outside and springtime and summer comes, they move on to that spring and summer love. Okay? So, we'll be back shortly. We're going to just wrap this up. I'm going to give you a few more tips, though, but... Just be mindful of that cuffing season, y'all. It ain't always what it cracked up to be. And you got to be mindful that people switch up when you become exclusive. People get lazy. They get lazy. They don't do them. They used to do flowers just because. They don't do it no more. They used to take you out on dates because they thought about you. Oh, I saw this place and I know you love Italian. So I thought I'd show you this place they don't do that shit no more or better yet they'll be like oh my god i just saw this beautiful trinket and i thought you would like it and i got it for just because the just because shit stop it go from just because and because you with me this is what i require <laughs> or where you going we together now or better yet i got you now so why i gotta keep doing that shit so I'm just trying to tell y'all, take heed. Be right back.
Alright, thank you for tuning back in with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Again, I'm your host, April Bonet Sunshine, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. Now listen, I was trying to figure out how can I break down how cuffing season turned into you ready to be uncuffed. These are the signs that will make you want to be uncuffed. The perfect scenario I can give you guys, I don't know if you guys, I one of my favorite comedians of all time is Martin Lawrence, okay? Martin Lawrence's very first stand-up and movie was called Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy, okay? It was back in the 90s, and I'm, I just love Martin Lawrence so much. I want to pay homage to him and give him a shout-out because he paved the way for so many amazing black artists to do their thing. Even me, he inspired me to do this podcast of, among of so many other great artists. But I'm going to play... Martin Lawrence, You So Crazy segment. It's called Crazy Deranged. He gives the perfect breakdown of after you have gone through cuffing season and you have been officially cuffed, you are officially exclusive, and your friends see a difference in your behavior. Check this out. So one day, then them three months, your girl comes by. And they, cause they like, they ain't hung out with you in a while. Girl, the fuck, where you been? We ain't hung out with you. I mean, what's up? Would you hang out with us? I mean, who is this guy you spending all the time? Girl, he is so good to me. That is my baby. He's in another room, so would you be quiet? I don't give a, girl, come on, we are your friends. It's all right to go out. Won't you go out with us? I mean, if he's a good man, he'll understand. I mean, did you ask him, could you go out? I mean, you know how men are about us going out. They don't like us to go nowhere. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Let me um, go in there and find out. I might be going out with y'all. Hold on. Baby, <laughs> um, I know um, I promised we was gonna spend some time and everything, but I hadn't been out with my girls in a while. Do you mind if I go out? What's up? Uh oh, you wanna go out with your girl? Oh shit, go ahead, have a good time. You just be careful out there. Go on out and have a good time. And you like, okay, mm, I call you back. Ah! <laughs> I told you he's all that. Fuck y'all. I told you my man all that. You ain't seen no sign of him being crazy, crazy deranged. Alright? But let a couple of months go by and try that same go out shit. But one day he'll call you, look here, girl. Uh, on my way over, getting ready to leave work, getting ready to head over there now. And you're like, no, no, baby, don't do that. Then you get my message. Um, I'm going to go out with the girls tonight because we had a good time last time we was out. And I'm going to go out. You need to stay home and get some rest because last night you just looked so tired. All right, so I got to go by. And then he's like, hold on, hold on a minute. What, what? Why the fuck you got to be going out all the goddamn time? Notice how his attitude changed. The first time it was okay, but... Second time, now all of a sudden you a how and you trying to dip. <laughs> okay, go ahead. But you got to keep running to the club all the motherfucking time. <laughs> a real lady, I keep her ass home sometimes. You look at the phone, uh-uh, click, hang up on them. Go in the closet, put on your fuck em dress. Go to the club, fuck them, girl. Fuck them. Fuck them, girl. Fuck them. Fuck him, girl. Fuck him. Now that's where Beyonce got her her song, the fuck the F em dress. 
from this particular segment right here. I'm, I'm giving y'all some history, but even Martin Lawrence talked about the cuffing season after the fact, after you've been cuffed. Now, while you in the club talking about fuck them in your fuck them dress, you know what I'm saying? You ain't thinking you hung up on a crazy, Don't deranged motherfucker. Mm -hmm. So who come walking in the club in their pajamas? <laughs> I told her my fucking ass gonna hang the phone up on me. Not now, partner. I'll talk to you in a minute. I'll kill everybody up in this motherfucker. They're gonna hang up on me. Look here, woman, get your shit. Let's go. And a girlfriend's like, no, he did. No, he did. Now you gotta play this shit off. No, he not mad. I had told my dog call. Look, I get back to y'all. I gotta go by. <laughs> you running behind him talking about all I had was a cooler. Now this motherfucker in the car driving. Mad as hell in the car with some footies on. Footies. I told your ass don't ever play me like that. Don't do me like that. You in a car like this shit. The windows are fogging up. You nervous as hell. You sneaking right now. On the window. <laughs> so you get in the motherfucking house. He walk in. Boom. He kick the door open. Bow. Man, you walk in, you walk in the motherfucker, your phone ringing off the hook, ring, 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 who is it? It's your girlfriend. I girl, what the fuck was all that shit about? What was all that about? What you do? Make an excuse for his crazy, deranged ass. Uh -huh. um, uh, no, 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 calm down. No, girl, I, girl, he was not mad. No, what had happened was last week somebody <laughs> had got shot at the club and he was worried that they were going to get to shooting this week and he didn't want nothing to happen to his baby. But I call you by click. Now, so you don't you don't get that phone call from your homegirl shit if, if if some shit go down you don't hear from her for a long time you'll call you will never get an answer nowadays shit if a motherfucker is crazy enough to come get your ass in a club in some pajamas and footies the shit don't get no better and don't it don't. <coughs> I was that crazy motherfucker, man. See and how what? he told himself. But anyway. <laughs> but case in point, you guys. Understand the red flags. Like, if it's too much, it's too demanding. Understand the red flags. Have those conversations. And just be truthful and honest with yourself. Because at the end of the day, you want a relationship that allows you to be yourself. No matter what. You know what I'm saying? With no boundary. I mean, you, you're going to have boundaries as far as respecting each other. But in the cuffing season, whether you know you are being drafted or not, get to know that motherfucker. Get to know them. Get to know their ins and outs. Do a background check. Because a woman was killed January the 3rd after she was proposed to January the 1st. Because she wanted to pick up a friend. And he said, no, you can't. And when she tried to go start her car, it wouldn't start. 
So she was like, uh-uh, you ain't tell me what to do. She went and got jumper cables from his car and attempted to start his vehicle up to charge her battery. He went back into the house, pulled out a gun and said, "If you don't go nowhere. And she was like, oh, you gonna shoot me? Then shoot. And the man shot and killed her. Okay. After proposing to her two days prior and they dated for three months. Do your background check. Come to find out a man had a, a extensive criminal background uh, with assault with family members and friends. So it is imperative that you do your background checks and take your time getting to know people. Because the honeymoon, people will display and present themselves as your dream, your knight in shining armor, the lady of your life, the most beautiful girl in the world, whatever the fuck, whatever the fantasy you want, people will portray and be that. Take your time getting to know people. Don't rush anything. Seriously. And then on top of that, be mindful. Because some of your friends are not your friends. Okay? Some people will hate because their honeymoon phase is over and they stuck in a cuffing season that they should have left three, four, five years ago. But because they don't want to do better for themselves, they stuck there. So they're going to find whoever the fuck they can because misery loves company. So be mindful of them friends who are stuck in bad relationships and they just mad because you, you, you just choose to be free and take your time because when you take when you are free and you take your time, you are aware and you know what you like. And and another thing, being single, you guys, is a gift. I want y'all to understand that. Being single is a gift. Being single is not a curse. Being single is a beautiful thing. And when you are single, it's only because you have to understand you are a whole person. Come on, music. Bring me in. Bring okay, me in. We're not doing no commercials, though. Because anybody paying us, okay? <laughs> but being single means you are a whole person. You're not lacking anything. You are whole. When you are single, you're not looking for anyone to complete you. You are a complete person. You are complete. When you are single in search of a partner, you're looking for someone to compliment you. Thank you, music. Not complete you. You are a whole person. You're looking for another whole person. Okay? No one can complete you but your creator. You and your creator. And if you don't feel you're complete, then talk to your creator and pray this prayer. Teach me who I am so I can learn to love myself. Pray that prayer every day until you learn what you like, what you don't like, what makes you happy, what makes you sad. What do you want in a life partner? What is it you don't want in a life partner? And in that process, you are becoming or you are a whole person where you'll be learning 
so much about yourself that you'll be completing yourself. That anybody else is just an enhancement. You've already built your own table. So whatever anybody brings is an enhancement because you got your own table. Why have a table that you built with nothing on it? Put some shit on there. Put some dishes. Put some wine glasses. Okay? Put a salad fork. Put a, a soup spoon. Put a teaspoon. Cook it up. Put a cloth napkin on it. Cook something. And serve yourself until somebody shows up and can serve you equivalent or even better than how you can serve your own self. So ask your creator to teach you who you are so you can learn to love yourself. And then you can ask the creator to send someone to a complement the wholeness of what you have learned and accepted to love about you. Okay? Now y'all be careful out here in cuffing season. It is February 14th now. Now after the 14th, I don't know what's going to happen. You either going to get uh, exclusiveness, you're going to get a ring, or you're going to get a whole nother cuffing season, or you'll be cuffed all year long for the next years to come until y'all decide what y'all want to do. In the meantime, this your girl April Bene Sunshine. Keep the drama on TV and out of your life. Thank you, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Stitcher, Instagram, Facebook, Pandora. Thank you all for being a part of the and Whiskey family. Thank you, Rozzy Four on Instagram. Thank you, Skyla Monet. Thank you, Shawnee B Entertainment. And I just thank all of my people that support and love me. Thank you all. I appreciate for tuning in. All my TN Whiskey family, new and veterans, thank you. Happy New Year to you. Let's make 2023 the best. Continue to do me in 2023. We're going to speak blessings and blessings and abundance over our lives. And we're going to always, always, always keep the drama on TV and out of our lives. I love y'all. See y'all next time. Ew.